American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. delightful, stunning friends. Welcome back to Too Smart for This, a show for the smart and superficial girls everywhere. I am coming at you guys on the day before this episode is supposed to go live because I literally got pushed back recording so many times because this concept has been marinating in my mind for a few weeks now and I wanted to talk to you about it when I like I guess had more fully formed thoughts, but we will jump into it in a second. But first of all, you know what time it is. It's time for the smart and, uh, can she speak? It's time for the smart and superficial tips of the week. So let's get started. Today's, oh, I have so many because I've been buying, like not so much, but you know, I've been shopping and okay, I have two superficial tips for you. Sorry. My first superficial tip is Bath and Body Works candles and hand soaps. And that is not because they are perhaps the best you know, candles and hand soaps in the world. It's simply the nostalgia. I am obsessed. I postmated it or no, I Instacarted them. Did you guys know you could do that? I Instacarted Bath and Body Works. Thank you to the man. I shipped him very well. Basically having the like hand soaps in my bathroom is just a sort of nostalgia for me. And it also like smells incredible. I'm so happy about it. So we love that. And the second one I'm sharing with you because I just got it in the mail. I got a restock of my array bloat pills. And um, if you are, if you all are IBS girlies, meaning that you have t- trouble with digestion or whatever, or constipation or what anything really, like these bloat pills are the truth. Yes, girl, they are. Yes, they are. So I take them either before I'm about to eat a really big meal, like before I'm about to have like wings or something that's like going to really like fill me up or after when I'm feeling like a little uncomfortable in my stomach and feeling that sense of bloat. And I felt this yesterday when I had a bunch of pretzels and then I had a glass of wine because I was out at an event and my stomach was just killing me by the time I got home because I was just putting shit in it, honestly. So I took two of these and I honestly, I felt so much better like within 30 minutes. Like they work. I don't know what the magic is, but they work. The smart tip of the week is a new book that I picked up and read super quickly because it's a super fast read. Um, I'm opening it right now to see how many pages she is. She's only 100 pages. And so I picked up The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by by Deepak Chopra. Obviously, he's super famous and like a major spiritual leader, but I had never read any of his books before. And this book, I think like I am someone who's definitely into spirituality, law of attraction, etc. It helps me calm myself the fuck down and remember that 
life is is mine and no one else's and this book was such a quick read and it really helped me like just get back to those basics of like omg i don't need to stress about this so much and just reminded me that like everything happens in perfect timing and that's what we have to remember and if we don't believe that then life gets so much harder to enjoy so i really loved this book and i really hope you guys like it too we will obviously link it down below. But so the thing I wanted to talk to you guys about today is the concept. As you know, we've been chatting about balance. We've been chatting about goal setting and rituals and stuff. But I posted this on my story yesterday and it was, you can't hate yourself into becoming a better person. And this is something that I think led to my feelings of burnout recently. So as a little bit of a life update, obviously I've been back in New York since the beginning of September. I did the robe launch, um, which has been a lot of work. And then I also have been working full time, being an influencer, having a boyfriend, being the oldest of eight siblings and coming off the back of my grandmother passing, which was a huge shift in my family life. So there was a lot happening. And I found myself getting to a place where I was not excited about anything and I was not happy. And anything, anytime something good would happen, I just like wouldn't really feel any sense of excitement. And when it came to planning future stuff for the podcast or for the robes, Those are usually things that I can do for hours that just make me feel so alive. And it felt like dragging. Like I I felt so horrific. And every part of my life, I just, I sort of, I lost my spark. And you guys know I'm a very fiery person. I'm very like much of a go-getter and like nothing was inspiring me. My job wasn't inspiring me. My work wasn't inspiring me. And I was over here. This is like when I'm like recording episodes for you guys about balance and like how to be a great, you know, balanced person and stuff like that. And that's, and the thing is, I still stand by every tip that I've given because I think they're all incredible tips. But what I wasn't doing was doing it from a place of positivity. I was doing it from a place of putting so much pressure on myself and really honestly beating myself up when I didn't get things done in the time or the way that I thought that I should do them. And I was I was making them into like character flaws like about myself. And this is something like a habit that I've dealt with a lot throughout my life. Um, it's sort of a, what do they, it's like a safety mechanism that like traumatized people do is the second they start to feel threatened or, you know, like it's like with a friend, like I have a great friendship with somebody, everything goes well. And then I don't like the way that they close the door one day and I'm like, OMG, like it's got to be over. It's like assigning permanence to temporary feelings. And that's what I was doing with all of my all the pressure I was putting on myself to be my best self to be the best Alexis and to get the most out of myself and to be productive and stuff like that and like I I didn't think I was doing it like that and then one day after um, I was chatting with my therapist and chatting with my manager and deciding to take time off because of burnout I was like okay or I guess I should explain that a little bit more So I was feeling all this way in the beginning of October for a few weeks now. And then I had therapy and my therapist, I've been working with her for a really, really long time. And for the first time, she suggested that I go on medication because she thought there was a chemical imbalance. 
And that was how I knew that it wasn't just me and that my everything, my my mindset was really not in a good place. Because if I've been working with this therapist for two years and she tells me like only now that like she thinks something might be off, like that to me just demonstrated like, oh, wow, like I am not myself right now. And it really scared me because I've been on medication before. I have no issue with medication. I think everyone should do what works for them. But I've been on it before and I really didn't like how it made me feel. That was in college. So it was like six years ago. I'm not opposed to going back on medication for my like depression and anxiety, but I am certainly more interested in having as much control over my emotions as possible. And I feel like very much like there's there's opportunity for me to make other changes before having to go back onto medication. And so I was like, okay, if this is the case, like I'm going to take some time off of work to deal with this. And then I'm also going to, in those two weeks that I'm taking off, like really drill down on my self-care routines and my self-care rituals. And in the first week, like that is just not really what happened. And then one day last week, I just said to myself, hold on. I've gotten this far by just trusting myself and not having a perfect, consistent routine. I just need to be me. And that really like day I was like, okay, I'm not going to force myself to do all these things that don't feel natural to me. For the next few days, I'm just going to do what feels good and do what feels right. Because I was like, let me implement my five-day-a-week workout plan. Let me implement this morning routine. Let me implement this meditation. And it's like, I know all those things would be good for me, but sometimes too much pressure to be that self-care person is going to cause us to really beat up on ourselves. In addition to the already stressful life that we're living, you know, like I'm already trying to work and trying to survive and trying to be successful. And now I'm over here putting all this pressure on myself to just take better care of myself when it's like, what if I just trusted my feelings? And what if I just trusted that I'll take as much time as I need and that there will always be enough time for me to get what I want and that people will always be rooting for me, that the universe will always be rooting for me, that I will always have the support that I need. Like, what if I just trusted I've never done that before. I've never trusted. I've always felt like I've had to put so much effort into things. But when I take a look back at my life, it's where I didn't put an insane amount of effort and where I'm just being myself that I thrive the most. And so that's what I've been doing the past few days. And I think that there's a ton of great rituals and balance opportunities and things that we can put into our lives that are going to help us be that best person that are going to help us come from a place of love and come from a place of enjoyment. But I also think that there are tons and tons of things that don't work for us that we don't need to be pushing on ourselves just because we think that we have to. So I wanted to make that super clear because I I love my life that I've created for myself And when I stopped being able to feel the love that like was really deep down inside me, like the fact that I couldn't feel excitement or happiness about anything anymore, that's when I realized there was a problem. And the problem can only be furthered when you're upset with yourself for how you're feeling, like and when you start to make meaning of it. And so I have taken the last few days and weeks or whatever to really just do what feels good and to trust my intuition and to trust that I have 
as much help as I possibly could ask for. And really, and things have been working out. And it's like, I think I've always had that mindset, like things will always work out, but I've also had an anxiety around it to where I didn't fully believe it because I had such a chaotic childhood and literally like things would be promised to me and then I would, we wouldn't get them or like things would change on a whim because of some sort of chaotic incident. Like I swear my mom, my mom and I talk about this all the time, like the amount of bad shit that's happened to my family, like it's literally like Grey's Anatomy. And I don't get into it too much on here because not everything in my family's life is perfect right now. And it's not going to be for a very long time. There's so many of us. It's like, there's always going to be some form of drama, but like at the same time, so I've, I've really learned to distrust stability and to distrust things working out just on their own, feeling like I always had to work extra hard for them. But when I really take a look at how things have worked out, it's never the way I thought it was. And it's always fate, you know? So I've, instead of like really micromanaging and getting super intense about like my routines, which is what I thought would really help me. Instead, I'm trying to step back and look at things from a place of, okay, how is this going to make me feel? And it's this, it's similar to like intuitive eating. And I think a lot of people who struggle with like eating well for their body um, can, can think about it this way. It's like you want to eat like junk food, but it doesn't actually make you feel good. Like it does make your body feel gross. It makes you gain unnecessary weight. It gives you acne. And I, this is coming from someone who ate half of a bag of Trader Joe's peanut pretzels yesterday. So I'm not above anyone here, but this is just how I think of it. And so you know that doing this thing is not going to make you feel good. And you're doing it from, you know, a problematic place sometimes. Like if you're binge eating or if you're not eating at all and like, you know, that type of thing. But you know what will make you feel good and what will help you nourish your body. And until you start to do it from a place of, oh, like I'm doing this because I really love myself and I really want to help myself feel good. That's when it feels good and that's when it feels natural as opposed to being like, oh my God, I know this is going to help me so like look this good or I know that like I have to do this, I have to do this. Like saying you have to do things like that, that's where you lose the joy. That's where you lose the magic when you're forcing yourself to do things. Not because you don't want to, but the, the simple act of forcing yourself to do things is what really can suck the joy and suck the pleasure out of life because feeling like you have to will always give something a little bit of resistance, you know? So I just want us all to keep in mind the past like few months of episodes about rituals and how important they are for living your life have been 100% from a place of wanting to help you all. And my rituals haven't really changed. Like I've continued doing what feels good and that is doing my rituals. But at the same time, I'm not forcing myself to be any sort of happy or any sort of sad. I'm not forcing myself to do anything because I have to if I'm going to you know, be someone who takes care of themselves. Like, no, like I'm really trying to step back and feel my intuition and feel what feels good instead of really forcing myself, how many times can I say it, to show up in a way that I think I have to. So it's with everything. It's with robes, it's with work. When you're being yourself, things work out. So that is today's episode. I hope that it really helped everybody feel good. I um, will be back 
chatting with you again next week. And I hope you all enjoyed the latest episode, which was a replay of last year. I'm going to be doing some replays while I am editing the format of the podcast because for our guest episodes, I want to start doing video and for the future guest episodes. So we will be doing replays while I work on that. So love you all expeditiously or exponentially. I promise I'm smart. Genuinely love you so much. And don't forget you are too smart to not love yourself. Thank you so much for listening to Too Smart for This. I am so grateful that you took the time out of your day to take a listen to these conversations. If you're looking for more content, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Too Collective. And don't forget to follow me, your host, Alexis Barber, on the Gram TikTok as well. Don't forget you can also watch our solo episodes on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Alexis Barber. And we do a weekly giveaway of PR products or Amazon gift cards to girls who leave great reviews down below. So please make sure to leave your reviews and follow us on Instagram to be notified in case you win. And with that, do not forget that you are too smart to not love yourself and see you in the next episode.